Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from NASCAR Central, Austin, Texas. I'm here once again with my co-host, Dakota Drake. Dakota? Oh, man, we got a lot to talk about and uncover in this one. I'm a little heated. I'm a little pissed off. Oh, I'm sure you're a little nicer than I am, but man, great to see you back. Let's get this episode started. Let's get it. What's up? It's Chairgate, and coming at you live. Hello, come right in. So, I'm thinking you're probably going to have a slightly <laughs> different opinion of this race. I was there. You watched yeah, it on TV. I think that's going to be the biggest, the most interesting aspect of this is hearing your opinion as a viewer on television and then hearing my opinion as a person that lives through a hurricane. I mean, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited you were there. And then the fact that we had this whole rain race dilemma was awesome but yeah i i have a lot to complain about with the coverage we got this weekend i have a lot to complain about with nascar and i'm kind of, we were kind of talking back and forth like well you're like well that's not how i feel i mean being there this and that and then i'm like well it looks like it's fun as hell and you're like no it sucks i'm wet i'm a wet cat this is miserable and i'm like well i got a rain jacket, to, be, man. to be fair i complain about everything i mean I think yes true everyone this knows is that. very true yep um but man i i don't know where we started off on this one but god it just the fact they uh, they do it like this in the rain, I give them applause because, you know, how miserable would it be to sit here and like, oh, man, I guess they're postponing it Monday. What do I do on my Sunday now? Like, we've been hyping up these rain tires, hyping up rain racing. And now I think we kind of fi- figured out like, hey, this was a good try, but there's some things we that we can and can't do. Yeah. So, first <sighs> of all, if you see I'm, I'm rocking my new shirt. Oh, did you get a Coda shirt? I the, yeah. That. What is it? Oh, Gra- nice. Texas Grand Prix. That thing is so, sharp. Yeah, I like it. that, and then I got my my koozie. So, Ooh, representing all the swag, representing out here. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> I was I, I was ready to take off work Monday to go to this race. <laughs> like I was like, all right, I'm gonna be taking off work Monday. Like I don't know if this is gonna happen. I know that they they're willing to run in the rain, um, but clearly NASCAR wanted this race to happen. I think for obvious reasons. <sighs> yeah. So. You know, if you want, I actually have a list of pros and cons that I can go through. Let's let uh, it ride and feed off that. For okay, for the per as a person that actually attended this race, I was sitting there in the pouring rain, uh, making a list of pros and cons, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I could go on the podcast and just bitch about everything <laughs> because I'm good at that. But I'm gonna like, I wanted to come up with a few pros as well. Uh, it wasn't all bad. There was some good things that happened this weekend in my opinion so we'll just start off with the first thing you know we'll go bullet point bullet point Dakota you can throw out anything you want to throw out there um number one the setup was actually pretty sweet so they had carnival rides all over the place uh I actually went on the gas hired go-karts like during the Xfinity race Um, yeah I seen you on the garage guys feed y'all were like racing and stuff and I was like Dude, that's like a legit little go-kart track the, outside the track. Oh, it's, it's legit. It's gas-powered yeah. go-karts, like the the karting, you know, like what people talk about. Yeah. We had to wear the helmets and everything. Like, it was that legit. Right like, already, like, dude, that's something to do, like, before or after the races, exactly. in between the races. Like, that's that's a moneymaker right there. Exactly. It was perfect in between the – which also I love the double headers as we experienced yeah. on Saturday. I love double headers for Truck and Xfinity. It, yeah, it like almost that. makes Saturday, like, at least just as good as Sunday. Obviously, right. I'm a cup fan, so I like the cup races, but I like getting a whole shit ton of content in one day. In yeah, terms of it's racing. almost like even like with the Atlanta doubleheader, it's like, oh exactly. man, just watch that race. Holy crap, let's re-rack and we're getting another one right here. Exactly. So it was like that. So I appreciate the doubleheaders. And then in between that, you have these carnival rides, you got the go-karts. Like they really set this thing up as like a full event for people to come to, uh, which I appreciated. Uh, you know, I didn't do the carnival rides, but they seemed fun. They had some cool, some cool carnival rides out there. Yeah, um, imagine if families are there with kids exactly. or, something, or even like first time race fans are probably not all into everything racing. You know, something to do. Yeah. And that kind of bleeds into my next bullet point for a pro was there was a shit ton of people there. Dude, it looked like it literally they, they kind of were showing the, a lot of the track almost like more than other tracks. But I was like, dude, that place, this, the facility looks exquisite. I know it's like an F1 deal and NASCAR's there, but it was like that place, looked, everything looked nice, clean, everything going on. Like it looked like a party. Yeah, there was a shit ton of people. I mean, all weekend, too, but especially today. It was full. I mean, all the grandstands were full because there's, a, oh, yeah. a, you know, there's they're all over all over the different turns. Those are all full. When I purchased tickets, I didn't realize GA meant you actually don't have a seat and you just have to kind of like stand cool. around and walk around. So I didn't realize that until Saturday when I went and then I was like, OK, I'll come prepare it Sunday. I went with my wife. Uh, so today and we took lawn chairs Um <laughs> And yeah, is that cool. it, like up on turn one? Is that that's a little like a little grassy hill where you can kind of just post up? Yeah, so there's grassy hills kind of all around the track that people were yeah. walking to. But where I was at, kind of, you know, turn one and then turn two, you know, it's all right there. Yeah. Uh, and it's a hill. So that was a really good spot to sit because you could see a lot more of the track than normal. So mm-hmm. that's where we went up there. It was a good spot to sit. And there was so many people there, man. I was it, it, blown it away. Awesome. And it, like literally – like in the pre-race, they were showing a lot, and you could just hear the fans roar and everything. It kind of like I don't know the acoustics right there on the first straight. You could hear fans cheering. I was like, 
Dude, yeah, that's what we want. It was packed. I was actually surprised because I've been saying this whole time, like, Austin is not a city for NASCAR. Austin people don't like NASCAR, which I still stand by because almost every person I talked to was from San Antonio, oddly enough. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Every I talked to a lot of random people. I was just kind of sitting around. As, I, I mean, as you know, when you're at a yeah. race, you just kind of, you know, shoot the shit with random people in line or you're sitting next to Every single person I talked to is from San Antonio. It was very strange. <laughs> How um, far is San Antonio from there? Hour. Okay. San Antonio and Austin are really close. I got so you. So I was like, you know, I guess that makes sense. Maybe San Antonio has a lot more NASCAR fans than Austin. I almost feel like this thing goes off as a home run if it never freaking rained. So I'm going to get into that. Yeah. Um, my point number two, kind of bleeding into that last one, was lots of new race fans. And this is the biggest okay. pro. This is the biggest pro, in my opinion. Yeah. So you see a lot of the, you know, the bros, you know. Yeah. With, you know. Boys dressed, weekends. Yeah, dressed with the cutoffs. and cowboy shirts. Right. They've probably never been to a race, but it's just like, it's something fun to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you see them every single year at Dega. You had plenty of that crowd, because it's Austin. Yeah. yeah. But you had a lot of people with, like, families and stuff like that. And I was talking to a lot of people just kind of, you know, shooting the shit majority of people I talked to was their first race they've ever been to. They That's have cool. no experience with NASCAR, but they're interested. Yeah. And I so, hate they got wet. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> I think that was like my biggest takeaway in terms of pro uh-huh. was how many goddamn people there were total. Yeah. But how I honestly, I would say a majority. That was 100%, right? Like, I mean, they weren't. I believe so. I, like I said, it's, it's hard to crazy. tell because they have like the GA stuff, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 100%. Um, but I would say majority of the people there, it was their first NASCAR race they've ever experienced. That's cool. And and so I think this was a success in terms of what NASCAR was trying to do. And what NASCAR was trying to do was find a new market and find a new audience. Yeah. And I think they did that tonight. And The Austin. only thing that worries me is, well, we know it's happening. But it's like, they're like, well, this was a success. New fans, new area, new market. Just exactly why we need to do this city course. And it's like, ugh. all right. So I was gonna get into that also. Actually, this is I, I have this all listed out. Dude, it's, it's, it's perfect. Like You're hitting my points. Exactly. Um, my last pro, and there's some more, but these are like the main ones I was writing down during the race. The last main one was that they are able to race in the rain or shitty weather, which I know, granted, it kind of ended up biting them in the ass at the end. But while I was watching at the beginning, I was like, you know what? At least I'm watching racing. It is right. raining, but if I was at any other track, I'm having to sit and wait for them Dude. to try to dry the track out. Like at least I'm watching racing. I've and, I literally was texting friends and we were talking about it, and I've as much as like I had one buddy, he he was like, "Man, this ain't real racing. Like they're they're just having to you know ride around. They can't really attack the track." And I was like, "I get like maybe it's kind of like hold on and who can hold on the best, but right." These guys were sending it in some of these corners, man. You just saw them like wheeling off corner. And I was like, that's badass. But another, if we were at any other tracks, mate, you know, road courses excluded, like we'd be getting rained out till tomorrow. We wouldn't even see hundred percent. And I was like, and even tomorrow, to, yeah, bravo maybe not. To, bravo to NASCAR for making all these attempts and like making an effort to race in the rain. I mean, there were some drivers' opinions that were very against this at, afterwards, which I get. But it was like, they're like, we shouldn't be doing this. These cars aren't made for this, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, dude, well, the, you know who feeds all this? You know who, you know, is the only reason you have a job and a paycheck is the fans. Yeah, right. I mean, I, that's what we're all here for is to put on a show. And if NASCAR didn't make these efforts, we wouldn't have watched nothing of that. 
And I, right. I, I, I guess this would be your first real NASCAR rain cup race. And it was cool to see, man. I have some, a lot of opinions, but it was still cool. They put on a show. Yeah. Like I've been to plenty of races where it started to rain and it yeah. ruins the whole day. Where oh, either yeah. you drive home without getting to watch a race, which has happened countless times to me, or mm-hmm. like in Darlington, where you sit and wait four hours with your fingers crossed, where oh, they're like, it may or may not happen. You know what I mean? I think like and the that's last five happens. Daytona trips, I've sat in rain. Yeah, and that's usually <laughs> what happens, where you just have your fingers crossed, saying like, yeah. should we leave? Should we stay? You know, yeah. this one, it it's wasn't like even a question. They were like, we're running. Anxiety. Right. This one, it was never a question. They're like, no, yeah. we're running. Yeah, we're running, that's one you know, thing it's I love raining, they, but we're going. They were like, hey, we're bringing rain tires, rain or shine, we're racing. Exactly. But and so that know, was really nice. It's like, it, as a fan, if you're willing to sit in the rain and watch it, like we were, like, uh, I mean, so many people were today. Yeah. It worked out. We got to watch. And, I mean, you know, it's not ideal, but it is kind of fun watching them fuck around in the rain. It's like, that's it's difficult. It's different, dude. It's and different. that's so difficult for them to have to, like, be was, able to drive like that. I was telling my wife, I was like, I was like, can you look like what? She was like, they're going so slow in some of the corners. And I was like, yeah, I think the low speed was like 27, 29 mile an hour. And I said, but the top speed was like 155 down that chute. And I was like, right. Can you imagine driving 150 in the torn down rain uh, and then knowing, slamming it on the brakes? Knowing that the airplane? turn's about to come. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, dude, I was like, I mean, I know it's probably uncomfortable and then we'll get down the show to some right. points. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> it it the balls to send right. this thing 150 down when in the pouring rain. All three series too. I think I don't know. Well, I guess Xfinity didn't really get a whole. Rain. They had like not as bad. Track, the truck was really bad. The, the truck, truck was pouring sent it in rain. The rain yep. And I get Friday we had practice qualifying in beautiful sun. And I mean we got to see what they could do on the track at least. But then like cut practice Saturday in the rain. And then I guess you know trucks gave it a good hell of a show in the rain. It was kind of it was all different, man. Like, who can survive this piece? I mean, I will say, uh, as I mentioned before, in between Xfinity and Truck, I went and did those go karts. Yeah, and it was it wasn't even raining. It had stopped raining for a while, and the, those go karts. I don't know what are they got like forty miles an hour or something. You know, they're gas powered. A turn would come up, and you wouldn't even do anything. You would just turn the yeah. steering wheel three sixty. It would sl- oh damn right off the whole thing. And I'm like, I can't imagine if you're in a race car. Right. What, what it's like, you know, I'm just trying to turn this damn little go-kart and I'm just, I'm sending it into the wall every single time. Um, and I think, did, I don't know, did y'all have like that British commentary guy? No, not, on TV? not today. I, um, I watched most of the truck race and then I had to listen to Xfinity Race on uh, MRN, which was really okay. nice actually. But I went back and watched highlights this morning to see anything I missed. And, uh, I mean, I don't know his name. I think he I was, was on MRN. I think he, it oh. was MRN that he was on. I'm pretty sure know. today it was the commentary over the speakers at the track. Oh, and I okay. think they yeah, mentioned no. it was on MRN. Maybe. Well, would... I didn't listen to MRN today. Right. Uh, but the, then they, I noticed they had um, God, Ralph Shaheen on there, too. And I was like, they're probably bringing in more broadcasters just because – the track's so damn big. We need more mouths yeah. talking about what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. And then I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Like, they had to, like, bring in guys, like, and you're hearing a different – these guys are all good at their jobs, but, like, we're not hearing the same old three dudes talking about the race. It's like, man, so that's pretty cool. When, when, yeah, when I was there waiting in line to get a beer and they're doing the driver announce announcements, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> and just stay here a British guy. I mean, like, and in the 18 call, we have Kyle <laughs> Bush. 
It was I thought so that was weird. Funny. I was. I turned my wife. I'm like, this is the weirdest thing. Yeah. Hearing this guy and a guy in line started laughing because he was like, "Yeah, that is fucking weird." Yeah. Hear British guy do it, but I did like one thing he said um, because I I think he does commentary at this track for the F1 race, IndyCar races, uh, MotoGP, and he mentioned, you know, he was saying that I'm sure there's a lot more people with their eyes on NASCAR around the world because they're racing at an F1 track. So it's kind of interesting to see right. how NASCAR drivers are able to handle an F1 track. Like maybe some diehard F1 fans are like, hey. And they're just interested. They're like, yeah, I wonder like, what a NASCAR driver could do like on that. There. Exactly. And so he mentioned that in, in the broadcast, or at least at the track, over yeah. the speakers. And he was like, you know, as a person that watches every race at this track, he's like, I can tell you, like, my respect for these drivers has gone up immensely watching what they, they're able to do like on the wet track. Cause he was like, I've seen F1 right. drivers not be able to handle these turns like yeah. when it's wet. And so he was like, this is so impressive that these drivers can do this. And I was Dude, like, that's actually kind of cool getting to hear an F1 fan say that. Th there were so many, there were so many times I've seen clips and even the broadcast today was like that there's, I don't know the turn numbers. I don't know code enough, but they came off that one where they have the sweep over the turtles and there's like the runoff and they just came off sliding sideways like across the rumble strip and then straightening it up and like catching the dirt and coming back on. And I was like, dude, they oh, yeah. are, when they go up on the dirt. It. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, they're getting after it. Even at uh, turn one and two where I was, you know, yeah. the real sharp one. Um, it, I don't know, you know, if you could see it on TV, but I can tell you being right there next to the cars because you can yeah. get up right next to. Yeah, the dude, your videos, you some, I'm like, dude, that looks sick. I sent you some shit. I'm right next to it. Yeah. Were you there and when you Kurt can, Busch sent it into one? Yeah, oh, and you can see and you can see them every time. You can see just a little bit they're sliding. Yeah, like they're getting loose a little bit. Now and I was like, I wonder if you can even see that amount of detail on TV, or if it's Fox, because I'm this close. Fox did do a good effort on restarts. I don't. I guess they had this drone cam. They would hover over and follow them on the restart all the way through like the first ten corners. There was a helicopter going over my head, well, so that, it might have been a helicopter. a helicopter. Maybe it was a helicopter. Yeah. But I, they did, it was an overhead shot, and that was the best angle they had the whole race. Like, okay. they would show it was probably and, that helicopter. And he would follow them all, coming down, like head on towards you, but like from overhead. And you could see guys, like when they were gassing, when they were breaking, you could see back in, sliding out. And it was like, dude, that, that's a good shot. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, so... And we're going to get into Fox actually here in a second because I think that's going to be a big topic for discussion on your end as a viewer at home. Oh, because yeah. one thing, when I was texting you back and forth, the little service I did have, which is annoying, but at the same time, <laughs> it is kind of a pro because you're like, that just goes to show how many people are here watching this race when you don't have service. 
Yeah, um, man. How, how was the service out there? Because most NASCAR races, your phone's not going to work. Terrible. Nothing. I figured. So that is one thing that maybe, you know, Coda could work on. It's such like a hip futuristic city. Like maybe they could yeah. figure out. They have that huge tower, you know. Right. The, the, they're calling it the Pagoda. I don't know. What yeah, that's what it's called. But, uh, they were kind of the, um, comparing this whole racetrack to um, Indy, it seemed. Dude, a little it bit. is. They were kind of comparing it to The start-finish line. So yeah. me and my wife, um, we – I met up with Dale and – and Chase and them, Shout they actually, yeah, back. they actually bought seats down on the start finish line. Yeah, a lot of their videos were right there. On the and because it was raining, there was a couple seats that opened up, so I went down there in stage three with my wife. Um, Today, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. and so that setup right there reminds me of Indy because okay. you, have the, you have the pits, yeah. and then above the pits are like the suites, and yeah. on the other side is a grandstand, just like yeah. Indy, like how they come down that start mm-hmm. finish line. That reminds me exactly of Indy. Well, I was watching, sitting there just like, man, this is Indy. Watching pre-race, like they were walking around pit road. They were walking behind the um, pit boxes and the garage is like right there. And I was like, dude, that that whole place just looks like state-of-the-art nice. And then even on the track, like the they had the red, white, and blue stars and stripes like kind of right. decorated on the outside of the yeah. pavement. And I was like, dude, that place is like, this is a nice road course. Like I'm down to like, look, we can go here and take another one off. If that's what we need to do. So we're going to get into that. All right. Let me go through <laughs> my cons. Um, All right. Yeah. Let's open up that can. Yeah. So my cons, um, number one, and I think this is just an issue with road courses. I'm not used to going to road course races, but the seating was like just confusing. You know, yeah. there's, there's multiple entrances and, it's just like, all right, where are we going to sit? You know, there's grandstands here and here and here and here. You've been there before, right? You said. Yeah, but I've been I, I go there for like rallycross racing, so they yeah. shut off like half the track, and they on only Saturday, do like half. Do they have some other series race after the Xfinity race. Yeah, Lamborghini. What is that? I don't I don't even know what that is. It was Lamborghinis out there racing. It was that wild. Sounds cool. I sat and watched it. Oh, it was cool. wild. Yeah, they do it. Um, it's more like IMSA or like so. It was like based on. Okay. Like, I don't know. They're doing lap times and stuff. I don't know. It, it was cool. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the seating, in my opinion, might it, it it's a con, but it could switch to pro if it wasn't mm-hmm. raining. Because yeah. I do like the idea of kind of just being able to put your seat up anywhere on any grassy hill. Right. At the same time, it was just a little confusing. It was just kind of all over the place that, you know, there's just so many grandstands and you're like, I don't know where I should sit. Like, what's the best area? It might be it might become better. You know, the more I go there and I figure out, like, this is the seat you want. Now, that's one thing about, ro- like, I've never been to a road course race. Always want to. Like I said on a previous episode, Watkins Glen is on my list. I want to go there. Might work that out in the future. But I'm like, well, do do I pick a, a turn and sit there and watch and be like, I'm going to stay here the whole race. Exactly. Or do I kind of like, I'm going to watch this stage here and then I'm going to walk on the caution. I'm going to walk over there and watch the next stage there. Or where do I want to be for the finish of the race? And then I'm like. If I stayed here for the first part and then I go over here for the next part and then something crazy happens in that first part, I'm going to be pissed I moved. And I'm right. like, I, what do you do? Just walk around? I don't know. So that's my thing is like on Saturday, we walked around like the mm-hmm. whole time just mm-hmm. looking for good spots. Today, but then I, I felt like with- you're like, well, what happened? I, like right. if you missed something, you don't know. Today I was with my wife and I felt like we found a good spot because based on Saturday, I was like, this is kind of the area I liked saturday so let's go here sunday and i think it kind of i think it worked out but it was definitely 
I would say it's a con, but I don't think it's a con just for this track. I, th- I would say it's a con for any road course, just because, like you said, it's like it's just so big you can't see everything, and it's unfortunate. Um, you know, when, if you're at like any other oval, hell, even even Talladega, the biggest goddamn track. If you're at the very top, you can still barely see them on the other side. You right, know? It's this so track, far away. this track, you can see one little straight, maybe uh, a turn, and that's I'm it. Not- I think I saw uh, I think I saw Eric Stepp posted a picture or something, and it was like uh, I can't hear you. You're on mute. Shoot, I hit my hit my mute button on accident. It was like <laughs> I seen Eric Stepp on the backstretch, and he he like posted a picture. It almost looked after one, you could see uh, like a mute or like them coming down the backstretch or something coming through the S's. He was on. I think he was on like turn twelve. He was texting me, telling me where he was at. I couldn't get over there. It was on the opposite side from where I was. Uh, I think he was on turn 12. He probably knows. I think he's been to this track a few times, so he probably knows where to sit to like where he could get the best view. So like I said, it's a con, but it's not the worst con like this. That one could come around for me, but just in terms of what I experienced, I would say scening was kind of an issue and just having to kind of figure out where you want to be. It's almost like if you heard in a golf tournament where it's like, should I go to the best hole and just stand there? Should I follow a golfer the whole time? It, it, it's kind of like that. That's one thing I've noticed, like, with it's totally different. With the Masters, I'm like, do you go and stay at the 18th hole? That's exactly what hole? it felt like. Yeah, yes. it's, that's, what I, that's a good analogy. It's like, I, I wonder, where do you stand at? Or And then they have grandstands. Like, do you go sit in seats or do right. you and bring your chairs, like, embrace the lawn atmosphere? Yeah, I will say the lawn atmosphere was a lot of fun. Uh, I do like that. It would be style. cool to just bring some lawn chairs and a cooler and like chill out. Or I doubt. I mean, I think some places you can bring a tent or something. But I hell, I don't know. Or you know what I've always wanted to do? I've never been there, but I, maybe if I went there more than once. You just listed like three things. I'm. It's about to be my cons. But go on. Is go to Phoenix and sit on that Rattlesnake Hill and yes. you have a tent. Yes, you can yes, tailgate. Yes. You can tailgate That's... and look and watch the whole race. I'm like. If I went to Phoenix, that's what I'd want to do. That looks so fun yeah. whenever I see that. Yeah. Really tailgating, but you get to watch the race. Right. Um, my number two for cons is camping. Granted, the weather was an okay. issue. I but, imagine it would have been shit this weekend if you were camping. But there was like there's like nowhere to camp. Like Austin is not, and I said this before this race even It's was a announced. hotel track, huh? Hotel track. No, because there's no goddamn oh. hotels around. I oh, mean, really? it's thirty to forty minutes outside the city. Yeah, and there's nothing. Oh, man, you could stay in the you could stay in Austin in a, in a hotel and drive there, right? Yeah, you can drive there. It's just like you can't. It's it expensive ass Uber. There's yeah. nothing around the track. Nothing. It's out in fields. Yeah, I mean it's. So imagine so it, if people were driving out there to camp, it was shit. It's almost like it should be set up for camping because there's nothing around it, almost like Talladega. Mm-hmm. But it's like closer to the city, almost like Atlanta. But in Atlanta, there's like hotels and restaurants kind of in that area. So it's it's this weird it's this weird in between, but there's not really camping out there. And a big thing that I wanted to mention was I was with you know Dale and Chase from Garage Guys uh, Fantasy Sports podcast, and I, I met up with them to do their their camper thing because they yeah. you know they're doing their whole thing right. Yeah, I was looking forward to like, hey man, cool, you're gonna get up with them on their little. So tour. was That's I. Gonna be some cool meetup. I met up with them Friday night Saturday. I mean, we met yeah. up every. I was at their place like every night. Yeah, the first place they go to. <laughs> I wish I could remember Roez Roez camping. I think they posted it was like a lake out there or something. So anybody that ever comes to Austin, don't go there. That place is <laughs> run by fucking dipshits. 
They're pieces Lord. of shit. I hope they go out of business. I hope they lose their fucking property. It was terrible. Jesus. It was awful. No, they were pieces of shit. So they oh, show yeah. up there, and the people are like, hey, um, are you vaccinated? Oh, and, what the f- And Chase is like, I didn't know that was a requirement that a to stay thing? here. Yeah. And she and she's like, well, it's not a requirement, but like, then we prefer you have your mask on. He's like, well, we're uh, just going to be no. chilling like around our little area. So like, yeah. it's all good. There's nobody around us. We're good. Dude, I'd be and, offended. And so they like went around apparently and told every single person in the campsite that they're not vaccinated. Did people give a shit? Or they they the said people gave a shit, but I'm pretty sure nobody would have given a shit. Yeah. Um. And then I show up to hang out with them and they're like weirded out that I'm there, even though there's now a combined three people. They have a <laughs> giant RV that probably yeah. sleeps like eight goddamn people. Yeah. There's three guys there just chilling. We're not right. even outside. We're inside the camper. Mm-hmm. Because it's raining and shit. Yeah. They come up, knock on the door, and try to politely tell them they need to leave. Dude, yeah. I, I'd be it like was so, this. it was Saturday when this happened, and it was so fucking weird. It was like Saturday morning before the race. I was there with them, so and they were, they were like, so everyone here is a little uncomfortable. Like with you. You're <laughs> at a goddamn NASCAR race, you dumb right. fucks. Like, oh, right. God. And so they have to pack up and leave. Like, oh with nowhere God. to go. I'd be offended. Thankfully, totally we offended. found a parking lot, like, at the track. Okay. That... I noticed I didn't see a lot of, like, the tailgate stuff they were doing. There like... wasn't really... There was no... So, that was... That's my next point. It From cons. There's no tailgating. Nobody was tailgating. Nobody was camping. And I said this in our podcast before this race even happened. That I've been yep. to this track before. Four races. And nobody mm-hmm. tailgates or camps or anything. It's That's like weird, you show man. up you and think, you walk in the race. I would kind of think like, hey, it's Texas, man. Go big or go home. But I mean, Texas maybe... Motor Speedway, they do all those things. Okay. It's just yeah. this track. It's F1. Nobody camps and tailgates for F1. Yeah. You know what I mean? Little, they're probably a little on the side too, you know? So nobody was tailgating or doing anything fun. Us three like shotgun beers in the parking lot. Like, I know. That's what I was waiting it. for all weekend. People, when I seen it, I was like... That's my boy right there. People That's around there were like, people around there were like cheering, like, "Woo!" Probably because we were the only fucking people shotgunning beers. Look at those sad. rednecks. <laughs> it was sad. I think people were like, "This is what we came to NASCAR to see." Yeah. Where people do this. People come back and are like, "Hey, can you do that again?" <laughs> yeah, it. W- I mean, it was just sad. The, That's the weird. atmosphere was not NASCAR. Um, What's he saying? They said on the broadcast that normally they sell what around 500 camping spots this weekend. They sold over a thousand. Um, I mean, I didn't. I I saw some like RVs, but nobody was tailgating. Nobody, yeah. you know, they had some RVs there. Maybe they for slept sure. There. Right, they had RVs there, and people were sleeping there. But you could walk around. Nobody was partying or tailgating or doing anything fun. Well, maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you said there was a lot of new fans. Do you think there was a lot of new campers? Maybe they didn't know what they came. No, I think the campers were the NASCAR fans that were like showing up for NASCAR. Yeah. Um, I just nobody was getting rowdy, is what you're. Nobody. It's not like that there. It's not. You know, it's not. Maybe we should give it a few years. Maybe we should give it a few years. NASCAR comes back. People know what to expect. Well, the track the track needs to change for this to work. The track needs to have a lot more. Stay open for another year. So. There's another thing I wanted to get into. The track <laughs> needs to kind of, you know, reestablish itself or at least rework itself um, during the NASCAR race. Mm-hmm. And Nathan, yes, I already mentioned the raining didn't help, but 
there wasn't you had to have been there to see what i'm to see w- what i'm trying to say i'm here there was one section for rvs that's it there was no other area for camping um and that's not because of the rain they really didn't have like sections like when you go to Talladega and stuff like Even that before where rained, there's it was a- like this. right where there's areas like roped off for camping that's just not a thing at this racetrack it never has been so i'm not saying that you know they didn't do it i said this in the last episode that's not what they do out here and so I think it, it it really it kind of was a bummer. I mean, you can ask Chase and Dale, and I guarantee they'll say the same thing. The atmosphere, the environment outside of the track was a huge, huge bummer, huge disappointment. Yeah. It was less rowdy than a local dirt track. I mean, <laughs> it was a bummer. Um, just because, like you said, a lot of first time NASCAR fans, so they're just parking and walking in. You know, I'm sure they don't really know. I'm not putting it on them. I don't think they really know what to do. It's just the track wasn't set up for it. They didn't want it. I don't think. I'll give a, or I mean, that sucks, but then I'm also like, well, this was the first go. So maybe they open up some different stuff. Maybe stuff's a little different if they go back there. So I assume they will. But then I'm also like, well, that kind of sucks because you're kind of expecting like, hey, Texas code of first race, this big ass place. And then it seems like everybody's like. My, con- my concern is that they're it. not going to change. They, they like sold out. They did so well. Code is probably going to be like, why would we add all that shit? We did so well last time. Like, who fucking cares? You know, we. It's probably it's probably more work for them to have people, more people camping out and doing all that shit, rather than just drive in for the race. You know what I mean? That's probably easier on them. Mm -hmm. I would assume Uh, the RV stuff aside is fine, but they just have like this one RV section. It's not like the whole area is filled up with RVs. Uh, It was like back there. It was like off turn three, I think, around yeah. that area. There was just on top of the hill. There was a section for RVs. It looked fun. You know, they had an area to walk in and out of. Did uh, you I, make lap a lap around the whole track? Or? Yeah, yeah. And I okay. went over by the RV area, and it seemed cool enough. You know, it just didn't seem like fucking. If this is your RV section, you know what I mean? Right. This is where you go. It didn't seem rowdy. It it seemed like just any old mm. RV park. You know? Yeah. So. I'm glad you got to go to your first road course race, I guess, even though this is a barn burner of a road course race and not in a good way. But, uh, I mean, it. I'm glad you, you at least had something for your pros list. Yeah. <laughs> um, Moving on, we already kind of discussed this. I figured we could get a little bit more into it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You know what? No, I'll, I'll get I'll get to that one in a second because that's going to turn into a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But so this one kind of to wrap up the tailgate campaign, that whole thing is no coolers. 
No BYOB, no coolers, no food, no nothing, no Nathan, bags. Like, wow, you can't even bring, could you bring a drink without a cooler? No. Bring, walking with a beer? No, nothing, you nothing, only had nothing. To buy anything in Here's the, the rule. Could you bring a Here, clear bag? Here's the rule. One clear bag, and the only, like, liquid you can take in is an unopened clear water bottle. One. What the fuck is Just that? Just one, too. Not even, like, a couple. You think that one. was Coda or, like, Texas? That's Coda. That's oh, that's that sucks. Because Texas Motor Speedway is BYOB cooler. That's almost like a deal breaker. Like exactly, uh, exactly. Um, when I well, found out, I, I was like, I might not go. It, I mean, and Dude, then on yeah, top of that, beer. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, beers there. Granted, they're all tall boys. I'll give them that. Yeah. But when you were telling me like send picture shotgunning, bucks? yeah, they're nine dollars, and I'm like, honestly, you were like, send me video shotgunning, and I'm like. I don't really want to fucking waste nine dollars to send you a shotgunning video. Uh, man, yeah, that that's like even the clear bag thing all fucking annoys me. But um, like uh, it that would really suck. Like I'd be no pissed. coolers. I'd be pissed. no coolers at all. Uh, on top of that, so you can't bring in food obviously either. But on top of that, today all the food ran out on stage oh. two. Are you really like the, the whole, whole place? Yeah. Just ran out of food, and during stage two. Oh man, that is like, what the fuck so, are you supposed to do? You can't bring a drink. I what if someone's like on a budget and like, well, you can't. Hey, man. You can't go here on a budget. That's I mean, what I'm that's... saying. Yeah, it's like, hey man, I brought enough food, but like I can't afford your cheeseburgers, and you ran out. So and I bought a beer earlier, so now I can't eat. Um, like what the fuck are people supposed? To... That's kind of nothing. Shitty. That's they don't care. Shitty. And that's the stuff. That's the stuff too. Is like. NASCAR's not going to talk about that. Fox isn't going to talk about that. No one's going to talk about that. So then if someone's like, man, I'm going to Coda next year, they're not going to know about that. Everyone then- listening to this podcast, if you want to go to Coda, I want you to know that right now. The ta- the tailgating's weak, uh, pretty much non-existent. The camping's non-existent, except for like one RV section, and there's literally no coolers allowed. BYOB is completely off limits. Like That is not going to happen. Furthest thing from it. And beers are $9. And Jeez. food is $15 for one sandwich. Oh, that's a bummer too. So, it's like you need to I, know that. One thing is like I heard that uh you know the new Talladega infield area I've yet to visit. They said that well you have to buy a ticket to get in, but however that the the food and drink prices are exceptionally low. Like it's like four dollars for a cheeseburger, or like two dollars for a coke, and it's like because you bought a ticket to get in there, they kind of make it normal. But it's like mm. any most normal races, you're preparing to eat or bring your own drinks or anything. Yeah, before. you bring your own shit that everybody you're, knows. You about. don't plan on buying the eleven dollar beer and twenty dollar cheeseburger. And it's Texas like, Motor Speedway is the same way. Yeah, you, it's coolers. You bring whatever you want, just like you know Talladega or Darlington or Kansas. Any of them are like that. Right. Um, this is a Coda thing, and honestly, it it makes me a little nervous. Like for, for the other tracks, I don't want to see this become a trend. Well, like Nathan was telling me, he was just telling me this past week that, you know, some tracks are doing it, some tracks aren't, but that Charlotte next week or this coming next weekend yep. will be clear bags only, no coolers allowed. And it's a huge bummer. I've had to go through this the last bullshit year is like, hey, man, like, like we got to bring coolers to Dega, but we couldn't bring a cooler into Atlanta. Like, what, what the hell is that shit? And it's like, dude, I'm traveling. But at least in Atlanta, we were able to bring beers. Are they going to yeah. allow beers at Charlotte? No, you're allowed to bring beer in okay. a clear bag. So we're gonna have to do the whole ice bucket challenge. I think, bullshit. I think, I think for that, the they they probably just want to speed up security because with the coolers, yeah, you're I, supposed to open them and blah it's blah a blah. Whole, it's whole COVID I, bullshit, but 
it has nothing to do with COVID. I mean, that doesn't COVID has nothing to do with transmitting anything between a see-through bag or opening a cooler. I mean, that's just absurd. People will say like, Oh, why did you change? I agree. Why did you change your business hours? Cause of COVID like what? That doesn't fucking make sense. No, I get it. I I mean, they'll blame COVID, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're like, Whoa, Whoa, less contact. I'm like, dude, fucking I'm bringing beer in this bitch. Leave me alone. Um, so yeah. Also, David, I want to point out they sold out of food and, by stage two so they would not have made any more money by lowering food prices um i mean they sold out so clearly people were buying food i hell i bought food um (laughs) because you had to i mean god damn you're hungry in the middle of the day you know right uh and then you're buying these beers for nine dollars a piece i mean i spent so much money this weekend for buying beer and food at the track I usually like, I'm like, I'm going to bring food or I'm going to eat before I go. But then all of a sudden I drink a couple beers. It's stage two. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm like, oh my God, cheeseburgers sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, those are my biggest negatives, my biggest cons. And it makes me almost not like ever want to go to this race again because of, honestly, because of the no cooler policy alone and not allowing me yeah. to bring in beer. That almost makes me not want to go back to this race if they have it again here next year. Like Ugh, I almost wanted to ask you cuz I was like, well, it's kind of a no-brainer cuz it's right there and it's NASCAR, but I was like, so let's say if you were like maybe a San Antonio or just an out-of-town guest, would you come back to this race? Yeah. So I think my biggest takeaway is the the racing itself Oh, okay. You're just going to leave during that. No, I'm just, you know, the racing itself. Um, I've never, you know, been to a road course race. It was interesting. Um, it was a little interesting to get to watch a road course race. Uh, getting to sit on the lawn was kind of fun. You know, there was some good things about it. They had the whole carnival setup. They have the go-karts. So it's kind of a fun little setup, but for me to be able to like, to, to tell anybody that they should go to this race for me to like rate this race, to be like, Hey, I recommend NASCAR fans attend this race. The track, seriously, number one, the most important thing they have to do, number one, is allow people to bring beers in. Even if it's in clear bags, I don't care. Yeah. They need to allow fans to bring That's beers in. That's kind of in. almost a deal breaker for me. It, how, it's, it's not even a NASCAR event if you can't bring beers in. I mean, that's just absurd. Number two and three, I guess, kind of combined, is they need to work on the camping and the tailgating. They need to bring right. that atmosphere back in because I can tell you this much. A lot of people talk shit about Texas Motor Speedway, and I understand why, but at least when I go to Texas Motor Speedway, I know I'm going to be tailgating and partying with people in the parking lot or in the grassy camp areas. Are you going to the All-Star? I, I was talking to my wife about that, actually, so we'll bring it back. But well, I, I know. Say, when you go All-Star, you ought to be like just holding your bag of beer and be like, this like is tech. what how you do it. So, yeah. Right. At and least so, one track gets it right, Coda. <laughs> so honestly, if Coda doesn't change that, I don't think I'd recommend anybody go here. Damn, really? That's, so is that that the, that's the deal breaker for you. I mean, would it not be for you? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'd be fucking livid. How like, many beers, how many, how many tall boys would you drink at a race? Like two, three, or like, uh, well, you get up and party. We're talking about $50 in beer here. Well, I'm just saying if it, if you didn't have to pay, like how many would you be drinking? Oh, tall boys? At least yeah. like eight. Okay. So, what? They were like, what did I say? $9 a piece? So, $72. You would have spent $72 on beer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, let's want, yeah. We'll just, if we're having to buy beer at the track, we're going to go ahead and bump them numbers down, get them way down. We're going to do like right. two. 
So you see what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. almost it's almost a deal breaker. That's like a big part of going and watching NASCAR. Is yeah, drinking beers and having a good man. time. Yeah. Hey, you um, want to have happy fans? Let them bring what the hell they want. Yeah, and so I think the track needs to work. Needs to work on this. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nathan got your ass. Um, <laughs> all right, Nathan, coming out, coming yeah, out the that's hot. Night. That's typical contrarian. Um, the contrarian Nathan, yeah, yeah, that's my word now. So, so I think that if Na- I think NASCAR needs to talk to the track, um, I what is it? I think it's SMI is what, what who runs this track, and so well, they, that's well, didn't they like rent it? Like, hey, we're gonna rent out Coda, yeah, like, maybe, let us come yeah, there and stuff. So I think it, NASCAR needs to kind of talk to them and be like, hey, like this n- this needs to happen for us next year. Like these are kind of our stipulations. It sounds like the track is in like financially not the great, greatest place right. right now. I'm sure they love having a NASCAR event there. I mean, shit, they sold out. I mean, it was packed to the brim all weekend. They probably love that shit. Do you think NASCAR gives a shit what the fans paying on beers inside the track? No. But if it's no. up to me, this is what NASCAR needs to do. They need to say, hey um, – you need to allow coolers or at least beers in clear bags, whatever, you know, right. you need to allow people to bring in beers. Um, you need to open up some more areas for RVs and or camping. And so we can encourage tailgating because it just was non-existent. This would be a great race for people to attend. I think if all those things happened and in that, if that's the case, I'd say, keep it on the schedule. It's fun. It's a good city to go to. But just let's ignore the whole like Chicago street course thing. Yeah, let's pretend but that's not inevitably some sort of street course is going to happen. That's another thing. It's like, so what are they going to do about restaurants, businesses, and people that have to work in these fucking cities? I mean, that's all another subject for another episode. But it's like that whole shit pisses me off. But yeah, even your fine, like not even financial, but it's like you bit bitching about, hey, I can't bring my own my own beer that I could buy and bring in here. You want me to buy your expensive ass shit, and then you run out of food. The audacity is like. Dude, this, this that's just a whole mess in itself. It was a mess. I mean, it yeah. was a mess, honestly. Shit show. Almost goes right along with the race itself. I was going to say, not to mention, like, the rain. And so this was my last con and something that I thought you would have a lot to talk about was when I was watching it, you know, the view was an issue. And I was like, okay, Dakota actually probably got to watch this whole race in its entirety a lot better than I did because I can yeah. see that I can see the start finish line coming off that. Uh, and then I can see them on turns one and two, and then a little bit as they're going away. But that's all yeah. I get to see, which yeah. is unfortunate for a road course. You don't really get to see much of the racing. So while I was sitting there, I wrote that as a con, and I'm like, okay, thankfully Dakota is going to be able to have like a much better view of this. And you texted me pretty much just bitching about Fox, so I kind of <laughs> wanted to hear your take on this. Dude, and I hate to be such like a Twitter naysayer, but it's like Fox has been doing one of their best seasons. They have been knocking it out of the park, doing stepped up the bar from their previous seasons. However, they took the ball and fucking threw it down the drain today, and they really fucked up a lot. And that one day I was like, okay, you know, give them, you know, they'll they'll get it together. But it was like one thing after a fucking other. They were stumbling over their ass. Clint was trying to save it with his jokes. And it was like, dude. Like, so we kept getting like, you know, a little spin over here. Something goes off track over here. They'd be like, uh, 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 uh. Let's get a replay going. And they'd show a replay two laps later. And then while they're showing the replay, something else would be happening on the track. So they'd play the replay. And then they come back and like you know Kyle Busch goes by. And they're like, Let's show you what else happened while we were doing that. 
and they'd show another replay. And it was like, the whole thing was just like, dude, who's running this shit? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing, dude? Show the fucking race. And then every now, there was one little good battle where Austin Cindric was in like third, holding up the line, and everybody was backing up. And it was like eight cars in a line trying to juke and drive everybody. And that was some good coverage. But it was like, dude, one thing after another. They show, they kept, and then another thing, like, I'm all about some replays, but it was like, they re- they show replay 12 times. I'm like, dude, we saw it. Like, what's going on on the race right now? I already saw that replay. Like, I want to see what, who's taking tires, who's getting gas. Like, dude, what are y'all doing? It just, ah, it was rough. And then getting on Twitter and stuff, I'm like, I'm not the only one thinking this shit. People were like, dude, this is trash. This is garbage. And I'm usually trying to stay positive, but man, Fox was screwing the pooch today. Yeah, um, that's really unfortunate because I was hoping that, yeah, you were you kind of had a better view for, of this race. But now it sounds did, like I probably got to see better angles than you. The seeing the whole track, I would hope so. Jesus. But it, it like there was times they would show one battle and they kind of flip their little angles, and I'd be like, "Well, let's go." I you'd see somebody, you know, they'd be showing like the battle for six, and then you'd see somebody in the background just like go fucking flying off the track. And you'd be like, <laughs> oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, what? And there'd be no replay, no coverage of it. No, they never say a word about it. And you'd be like, dude, I swear I just saw somebody drive off the track back there. Like, what happened? <laughs> and it was just – but I get it's a big road course new. Maybe they'll have better angles the next time. Maybe they were filling it out. But I was just like, man, dude, this is – besides the race itself and what happens with the race, like, it was already like, dude, this is rough. This is really rough. So how would you feel – what was it, Ryan Priest that said, like, I'm not trying to be a baby, but, like, we can't see out here or something like that? I didn't see any of that. What are you talking I didn't know. Ryan Priest got up there for a minute. Up I know. I, th- um, I don't say it was Ryan Priest. I, I apologize if I'm getting so the driver wrong. They said, if we want- I'm, I'm not, they said, I'm not trying to be a baby, but I can't see out here and it's getting dangerous. My opinion, when, when anybody says I'm not trying to be a baby, but, I mean. <laughs> Here's my standpoint. First first quarter of the race i'm like man this is wild these guys are sending this thing in here they're driving in the rain and then i think i wasn't there but it looked like it started to rain more like the first the after the first quarter it was kind of always it was kind of always it was it never downpoured it was just always raining it wasn't accumulation of rain exactly it It was always light they were showing on boards and i was like well i'm sure he's in the he's got like a windshield wiper but i can't see shit like right. on the onboard, I was like, dude, I don't see anything in front of them. You just like see a faint little light or something. Right. And Those blinking lights from the yeah, car in front so, of them. Yeah. And I mean, Kevin aside, whatever anyone wants to say, all of a sudden I'm on Kevin's radio and I just hear, guys, we just got dumped. Like it's a, like it's junk. The car's, this car screwed. And Kevin's like, oh my God. Like I don't know what happened. Somebody got into me. And then they were on commercial and they come back and they're like, they're just showing Chase or, Chase or Christopher Bell getting out of the car and taking his helmet off. And you're like, dude, what oh happened? God, what, God, what, what happened, happened in that wreck? Because I, I didn't see right, it and they've never showed right a replay. with the Fox fucking broadcast, we don't know. They never fucking showed a replay. The only replay they have is Christopher Bell coming sideways across the straightaway with his nose crushed in. I heard but the... Somebody uh, got the, into him. The announcers, at least at the track, they were talking... The British guys seem to be yeah. talking about it. <laughs> um, And he said something about Bubba Wallace... So hitting him, and then Bell he was like, oh, it's dumped. "Okay, this is why I come to Christopher Bell got dumped into a wall." Kevin Harvick's checking up. I was on a scanner. They said the record in front of you, Kevin. Check up, check up, check up. Okay, Kevin checks up way, like way down the straight. He's behind us. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And Bubba Wallace comes balls deep flying in there. I don't know what Freddie Kraft relayed to him or whoever's on the – they had multiple spotters for this race. I don't know who relayed the message, but Bubba never got it. And Bubba comes in there 100% throttle, and Kevin's done laid off on the break, blowing up. Right. And Bubba Wallace, like, all the only view we have is Kevin's on board. Like, you hear him let off and, like, boom, boom, letting off the – shifting down. And right. all of a sudden, his car goes off in the air, and you're looking at the ground, and then he hits the inside wall. Like, Bubba Wallace just slammed him. And my whole thing was like, dude, don't they always have cameras on Bubba's car with all this bullshit? Oh, like, yeah. Like, 100%. let's get on board of that, because this would have been prime. Well, place. they're not going to show that. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, Bubba creams Kevin that totals all okay. three. But I don't know how Christopher Bell got totaled. They never, all they showed us was the little rendering of on-track uh, telemetry, and Bubba, it shows the 23 hitting the four and stopping. Okay. And then this is the caution before the caution where Michael McDowell's ran a great race today and he checks up and I'm literally watching and you just see him check up to getting early in the corner and the 19 just plows into him and the hood folds over the thing over his right. shield. That one and was... then all of a sudden you see the 41 coming in there and just flips the 19 almost dude. And like, and then he hits inside wall. I literally was like, you were oh describing God. this wreck like a 10 year old child would dude. I don't give a shit what you think. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, dude, I was like, oh, my God. And it was so bad. Like, I was like, dude, I hope they're okay. This was scary. And then they showed the onboard of the 19, dude. Because I saw what, like, Jacob was shouting out, like, dude, they can drive, man. Be a man about it. No, they showed the 19 onboard. And, like, he said, I never saw the 34 at all. They got blinking lights. On the onboard, you just see, like, Boom, he just hits the 34. You never see it. Like, you don't see the car at all. So it he sounds just, like you you think they shouldn't have been driving, but I thought you were in the camp that they should no. have. I, well, my whole thing is, is if we were going to do this, we should have done it all day. Is if, hey, we're going to let them fucking race in this crazy-ass dangerous rain, then let them race the whole damn race. Don't race all, we just totaled 10 cars, and then all of a sudden we think it's a little scary at the end. Let's just call it because Chase is leading. That was my whole point. I will. Is, I will say this is when they did call that caution, it started actually coming down. Like for the first time all day. Okay. It actually so, started raining hard, and it looked like it was going to continue to rain hard for a bit. My whole point was drive at your own fucking risk. At that point, we already let these other guys do it, so, so y'all can do it. So that's my. That's actually my point for the entire race. Was I, yeah. I think it was. I think it was Ryan Priest that said this, and I apologize if it wasn't when he said like I'm not trying to be a baby, but we can't see out there. My whole thing is like. Well, you don't have to drive. I mean, I know it, it'll hurt Pull your off, team take a and hurt pit. Right. Stuff Lay like off, that. Let the other it, guys go by you. Right. It'll hurt. I I get it. And it's your career. You don't want to ruin it. But if you feel like it's unsafe and you don't want to drive and those other guys are saying, fuck it, I'll drive. Yeah. Why penalize the guys that are willing to drive? I mean, and I then, don't know. It's just I know, like I expect Truex to give a fucking crazy interview. He was kind of tame and like I couldn't see. I don't think Custer could see. He plowed into me. I, it's dangerous. And Kevin was fucking livid. I get it. And I was just more like, it was a racing deal. It sucks. We're racing in the rain. It is right. what it is. It was highly dangerous. I'll agree. This is fucking dangerous as shit. Like, I think 
I almost like it's so it's such so on the fence, man. Like, hey, it was rain when it's raining too hard, you can't see shit. Like that's too much. But don't sit here and we just did that shit in the first stage and second stage, but then the third stage call it dangerous. So it seems like the only the reason it was so dangerous is they can't see, you know? Yeah. So is there just a way that we could have better windshield wipers or something, a better way think, to be able to see? I think they can definitely look into more technology and yeah. equipment to maybe like, hey, if there's going to be a road course, go ahead and bring all that shit. And if right. there's going to be a rain race, possibly bring all that shit. Because and, I like the idea of being, them being able to race when it's raining, if they're out of road yeah. course. I appreciate that. So if the if the issue is you know visuals, them not being able to see yeah. out of the car, then let's fix that. Let's not just say – Oh, it's sprinkling a little bit, so we're going to have to call it. A for effort, but if anything, the consistency. If we were going to call this race, we should have called it in the first stage. We should have called it before Kevin wrecked. If you were going to call it for rain, call it it then. Don't call it at the end with 14 to go. So I do want to mention that I did say my lock of the week – was going to be Chase Elliott. If and you remember. I was thinking it. I was thinking it when Kyle was leading. I was like, dude, I picked 18 out of nowhere. The 18th lead. <laughs> I liked it when the Kyle was, when Kyle was leading too. I was yeah. like, damn. Uh, yeah. And I was best. like, man. And then when Chase won, I, we never talked about it, but I was like, son of a bitch. Man. <laughs> I have it. I was in another bet with some buds and I picked Chase this weekend and uh, I got double points. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't even remember what my wild card was. Do you? I think you said Christopher Bell. Um, yeah, I probably yeah. did. Well, that sounds about right. Shit. That was one thing I was like, man, I picked Kyle Busch. It was all right. There was some, hey, throughout the race, dude, I know it was a rain race, but there was plenty of opportunities for, like, underdogs to capitalize. Ryan oh, Priest wow, was up yeah. There. Christopher Bush was up there. Austin Michael McDowell, was Cendric. Michael McDowell was ruling it. Ross Chastain, dude, I was like, dude, Ross has a chance to win this shit. Like, he was P3 for a while. I was like, dude. Almondinger. Kurt I mean, he Busch. finished. Before All his thing fuck up, finished uh, top five, right? Yeah. Before his fuck up, Kurt Busch was showing speed. I was like, dude, Ganassi yep. is not like balls deep in this. Yeah, game. I mean, so it, it was one, um, Chase Elliott, two, Kyle Larson, three, Joey Logano. No surprise there. Those are yeah. three names dude, you kind Joey of Joey is an underrated road course racer, and Kyle is he Larson underrated? His... I feel like people know that he's good. Well, you know, my buddy Justin, the diehard Logano fan, we were texting before the race, and I was like, dude, I think Logano is going to be a force today. He was like, well, he's, you know, he's so so on the road courses. I was like, is well, he's he? Actually, I thought, he's actually pretty good. He almost won Daytona. Right. He, I thought he's he was got actually Watkins, pretty solid. He's got a Watkins Glen win. I think he's an underrated road course racer. Interesting. I don't know. But Kyle um, Larson with these top twos, bro. <laughs> man. Uh, poor well, guy. Um, <laughs> number four, uh, Ross Chastain. My boy Ross, dude. Good finish for him. That's the best finish of the year. Number five, AJ. I mean, we're just like I'm listing guys that you don't see. Number six, Chase Briscoe. Number seven, Michael McDowell. I mean, nice. that's hey, Tyler that's an Reddick. Awesome. Tyler Reddick with the peanut. Tyler Reddick was up there leading, dude. He got the pole. Yeah. Shout out RCR for getting the pole. And Tyler Reddick was willing and dealing. I was listening to a scanner after Kevin Reck, and I was like, dude, it'd be so cool if Tyler Reddick won. I was like, it'd be cool for you because you're there. And right. uh, I will say, dumped. Tyler Reddick had a shit ton of merch. People were rocking a really? shit ton of Tyler Reddick gear. Did you lot. see when he got when he kind of fucked up and he went inside AJ and spun out? That killed his whole day, it seemed. No, I did not because, uh, like I said, I so, could barely see yeah. anything, and they well, the never showed me corner, goddamn replays. They were, all, they were all like taking advantage of each other in corners, and it was kind of like a rookie mistake ish. Like Reddick do- dove inside AJ when AJ was turning, and when he hit his side, it just spun the eight right around, and he fell back to like 18th after the spin. So, um, 
Austin Dillon also for RCR should have finished P10. He in was my doing opinion. good before he that made that mistake. Up. Yeah, he was he was running top ten there at the end, mm-hmm. and I knew that they were going to call it. Honestly, when it started raining a little bit harder, and I was like, oh, I think he's still top ten. And then when they call it, I was like, where's he at? And then I saw he was like twelve, and I was like, damn it, just outside. But either way, yeah, this race we saw so many new names running up in the top five like the entire time so that was a lot of fun obviously we see kyle push and chase elliott and joey logano we see those guys up front obviously but other than that i mean it was it was a lot of fun in terms of getting to see new names up there yeah no like i was the ltc boys that left turn cold they were texting me during the race like yeah man this race crazy sorry for kevin and i was like dude have y'all seen this top 10 right now even throughout the race, I was like, there's some – Corey LaJoy drove up to P5 in the Sage 2. Or he was, he was battling for P5. I think he got six maybe. He was battling f- almost for a top five in Stage 2. That is huge for that team. Right. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, let's just give a shout-out to Michael McDowell, though. Again. Yeah. That Dude, guy Momentum is, is rolling. For <laughs> that guy has time. proven that he is more than just a Daytona 500 winner. Like, he's actually contending all yeah. with that team. It is wild to see what he's been able to put together – um also i want to mention bubble wallace i I meant to mention this earlier bubble wallace got wrecked out right yeah and so i was listening because i'm like i'm gonna hear applause right you know that's what everyone talks about and there was some people cheering and then they showed yeah and then they showed kevin harvick getting out way louder cheers yeah and so my point was and I, i i think i mentioned this in our text messages is you know, let's get over the fact that people are going to applaud if Bubba Wallace gets wrecked. If you're a driver that puts yourself out there like he does, like yeah. Kyle Busch does, like Joey Logano does, people, some people will applaud when you get wrecked out. That's just the fact. You hear a I've lot more applause. Every time Kyle Busch wrecks. You hear, yeah, you hear way more. When Kyle Busch wins a race, the whole place boos in unison. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, if you're a Bubba Wallace fan, you should start wearing that as a badge of honor. That yeah. your driver is so known and so popular at this point, right? That people are either happy or upset when anything happens to him. Haters are my motivators. Austin Dillon can get wrecked out and no one cares. I'm the only guy yeah. there. I'm like, damn it. But like at a certain point, I think I'd, I'd rather have oh, people just man. have some, uh, you know, express some emotion. Yeah. So that was one thing I wrote down that I want to mention that um, at a certain point, but Wallace fans just start wearing it as a badge of honor, you know, right? People, people react to what he's doing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Shit, he's so much merch. That one didn't yeah. surprise me because I've seen a lot of that 23 merch. Uh, you know, this is my third race this year. Right. Seen a shit ton of that merch, but the one that really threw me off was the Tyler Reddick merch. I don't know if that shit was on sale. You know, <laughs> it, you know the yellow shirt I have, that one that I got with you? Which one? It, it was that yellow Tyler Reddick shirt. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You got it at Dega, I think. Dude, it was everywhere today. Really? I don't know if it was like 50% off, but it was everywhere. I, I went up to one guy. It was a, it was a, you know, father and then his little son in matching yellow Tyler Reddish shirts. And it, it was wow. like the 30th guy I've seen with that shirt. So I just had to talk to him. I was like, so yeah. are you big Tyler Reddick fan? And he was like, honestly, no, I, I was always a Jimmy Johnson fan. Um, and so, so, you jumped the, the, okay. so yeah, he was like, this is the first like NASCAR race I saw they had in Austin and I wanted to take my son. He'd never been to a NASCAR race before. Oh, cool. And he was like, we just showed up and, uh, we were looking through, through some merch and he was like, I, you know, I've been hearing about Tyler Reddick. I like that he runs high. You know, he, he was like, you know, is either going to be that or Kyle Larson? And he just picked it. 
So I just thought that was interesting. Okay. I was like, yeah. I guess Tyler Reddick's kind of building up an audience with new fans. I got him in my handful of guys I'm scouting. I mean, I like exactly. Him. I like so Reddick, dude. good for him. Yeah, like yeah. I said, a lot of new fans out there, and I saw a lot of Reddick stuff. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Hell yeah. So at the end of the day, how would you grade this race as a viewer on TV? Well, one thing like we didn't get into, well, I guess we kind of dabbled, but I'm just so salty about this call, dude. I'm so, I literally, I'm usually like, hey man, it is what it is, whatever. But I'm fucking livid about this rate. Hey, Chase is two laps short, uh, 14 to go. Uh, it's raining heavy, I guess. Let's call it. So is, is this it? the worst race of the year for you? Mm. Well, Besides the the, I think like I think if we don't have rain, we have a fucking crazy good race. It the rain really put a damper on it. The rain kind of made it its own fucking weird race. Ah, more of NASCAR just pissing me off. I think this was the racing was good, but however okay. the the outcome is fucking awful to me. Okay. Like so it was manipulated. For me, there. it was manipulated, completely manipulated. I think if we come back next year, I think we see amazing race and some sunshine possibly. Uh, I would like to maybe see a different out. Even if I think even if this goes gr- green the rest of the way, Chase Elliott wins, and I'm not mad. Up until the moment they called the race, I was fine. I was kind of like, man, this is really dangerous with that rain. I did this. If it rains too hard, we can't race in it. But then when they call it, it was like, dude, you can't, you can't go back on what you just let happen. Right. Like so, uh, so it wasn't the worst race. You see some promise there. But but Fox needs to figure that shit out. And there's more of Fox and NASCAR. Out. I was fine okay. with the product on track. I was fine okay. with racing. I saw love the battles. Love everybody's throwing some elbows on these road courses. Love right. the racing. NASCAR being a douche and Fox being dumb as fuck is what put a damper on this for me. In terms of road course racing, I usually don't like it. Um, what I did see though, I was interested. Like you said, I I like them yeah. seeing you know kind of bumping elbows there on turns, just. Yeah, you know, you know, they're not putting each other into the wall or anything, but they're like, hey, I'll move you, you know, if I got to. Uh, so, in terms of product on the track, from what I could see, which was yeah. like a third of the race, not even, uh, I actually did enjoy it for a person that doesn't like road course racing. And in terms of attending the race, as I said, it's hard for me to recommend this to any NASCAR fans until they allow coolers and or better camping and tailgating set up. So I would give uh, in it for attendance. I'd, I'd give it a passing grade, a C. I'd be okay. Like I'm okay if we come back here. I'm fine with that. I'd maybe. Like, I'm, I'm okay with coming back, but like I said, they need. There's to, some they issues need to that can coolers. be fixed out. They like need you get some diff- better camera work, and NASCAR cannot be a bitch. Yeah, they have they have some kinks to work out big time. Yes. Uh, but I think there's a lot of promise here. I think it could work. Hey, we got no- I mean, we knew it was going to happen eventually. But another new winner, Chase Elliott's in the playoffs, whatever. We knew it was like, happening eventually. Like we knew and it was I said, happening. I said in the last episode, this is my last chance. I'm giving him my pick until he proves yeah. to me he can do it, and he did it, <laughs> whether it's because of the rain or not. Either way, he was up where he needed to be, knowing that rain was coming. You know, It's not like every other driver didn't know the rain was coming. They they all knew. They all knew yeah. it was probably about to get called, and he, just, he was in the right place. So, yeah. you know, it, we knew it was going to happen, and uh, I'm not surprised – it was at this road course. Hey man, the way you saw Coda, it came and went. You got to. I'm glad you got to go to this third race of the year. It was a wet one, but uh, hey, Coke 600 next week, baby. Yeah, you're gonna be My there turn. next week. I'm on yeah, pa- yeah. the torch. Yeah, I'm your turn. Hopefully, living it up. Hopefully, you can get some good content there, and I think we'll we'll record most likely Wednesday, right? 
Yeah, I think I think yeah. everything's lined up. I should be okay for Wednesday night. Okay, so everybody tune in. Most likely Wednesday. Knowing us, could be Thursday. I, who knows? Who knows? Wednesday or Thursday, y'all stay tuned. <laughs> All right. So everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch y'all Wednesday and or Thursday. Peace. All right, y'all. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.